This is your weekly podcast for all sorts of entertainment stuff, movies, TV, and whatnot, but mostly movies. Um, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Eric Sayor. Hello, summer is over, so I got a bit, a bit sick, so sorry if I sound weird. It happens to all of us. <laughs> happens to, well, to me at least. Um, and I am your host, Arlen Haro, as usual. If it sounds like I'm going a little bit fast, there's stuff going on. <laughs> today's today's a fast day, so yeah. Um, straight into the topic. Um, we are doing a summer look back. Um, this is sort of a companion piece with our preview that we did earlier in the year. Um, you'll notice that we don't do cover as many films as we did for that one because we haven't seen all the ones that we did on that episode so yeah yeah we never have time to watch everything and like there is a bunch i still want to watch i think you too but uh, Mm -hmm. i think we watched the big ones yeah yeah i think next year we should do like a a points card like a (laughs) (laughs) how many movies we tend to watch how many we end up watching yeah 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 that that could be fun um and everybody could play along with us uh so yeah that could be that could be something interesting um so we're gonna start with what i would count as the start of this summer um the biggest movie of the summer probably um as the first marvel movie of the summer tends to be (laughs) lately um uh, infinity war um you and I haven't really had a good chance to talk about this one on one, so I'm curious. Yeah, but I heard you talk about it for like three hours. So. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I I thought it was okay. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. have much to say about it. I think uh, I think a lot of it doesn't work for me uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like the movie itself. I think. Right. Uh, the movie tries to sell you Thanos as a person, but he's just like a bunch of ideas. It never feels like anything other than like, oh yeah, he's scary because he can punch hard. Right. Yeah, yeah I can. Yeah, like, I, I can really see that. I think. Uh, um, also, like having. All those characters interacting was very fun at times, and also mm-hmm. showed how much all those characters are kind of the same. Like how how <laughs> much there is of like uh, Doctor Strange uh, in a uh, Tony Stark in Doctor Strange, and like Star Lord isn't that far from both of them, and yeah. like having those three together is, is like was the least interesting part of seeing them interact because having like. Tour with the Garden of the Galaxy, you needed chemistry. Right. But, like, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of, like, the, the same kind of assholes just didn't work. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And that's the that's the part of the movie that I kind of like the least. Yeah. Like, the fight sequences are cool, but, like, I don't think that that was an interesting pairing. Because, like you said, like, Rocket and uh, Thor are just interesting just because of the way that they play off of each other 
Um, and even T'Challa and Cap, for as little as they're in the movie, they're more interesting playing off each other um, than anything with uh, Stark and Star-Lord. Um, I think the best part of all that bit is like just having Spider-Man around those characters because he's like mm-hmm. the breath of fresh air you need in this movie. Yeah. And then they kill him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, like, the most I, interesting thing... Oh, go ahead. Like, I think Infinity War works a lot as an event, but doesn't just yeah. work for me as a movie. And I think a review I saw recently was very much about like how like the reason for me Thanos doesn't work is like the character that wants to like kill everyone uh, like and ki- like kill Gamora's whole family and like abuse her and beat her and made her fight for her sister for years made that to be loved is just like it just it's just wrong like morally from this my standpoint and like the standpoint of a lot of people and why like the Thanos character just isn't there. <laughs> that's that's an interesting take that I don't I don't necessarily I see the like, point. I see that point. I'll send you the review and it's very well done. It's from Mikey Newman which yeah. does like really good uh movie essays and it's it's hard to be like make a movie for kids and be like yeah still loves you it's still love mm-hmm. <sighs> which i yeah interesting um yeah i don't you're bringing up some interesting points for me like thanos i think a lot of that leans on uh the performance that brolin gives out i think that's a lot yeah. of what it is for people it's not necessarily how well written the character is or the logic of the film it's a lot in his performance and the way he plays it and i don't think that any i don't think that there's any other actor who really could have done that the way that he does it i mean there yeah. are there of course there are options but no no i i, I, I agree with you that like he very much manages to be scary i think his arc as the main character of the film just doesn't work. I think I would have liked the movie better if I'd like if it had been him trying to uh, uh, honor a problem, like to seduce death by killing people instead of him trying to be like what he think is a good man. I think that doesn't work as well for me as like having a reason yeah. be because. He's like the 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 defense of him is that he's the Mad Titan, but he's not made out to be the Mad Titan in the movie. He's made out to be like a complex character, but like it just doesn't work. Interesting. (laughs) That's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree, but I think I I buy into it as like it's the conceit of the movie. Yeah. So you're either with that conceit or you're not. so I still like had a really fun time in the theater. I watched it like with friends that were on the edge of their seat with a huge smile on their face, and I was almost yeah. there like for a lot of parts. And I I think it's just a, a great thing that happened. I just don't think it's a great movie, and I hope the the next one does a bit too like. I hope the next one is good. 
that's the thing. I don't necessarily think it's a great film. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's been my, a lot of my problem with the people that don't like it is I don't think you should judge it as a film. <laughs> I don't think it should be deserved on the same. I, I don't think it deserves to be judged the same way that I would judge even Black Panther or any of the other Marvel movies. Like it, I feel like it's its own separate thing in a weird way um so yeah i don't know I, yeah I, like it's the whole sort of these are really just long tv shows thing basically yeah, and last thing, a, the last thing i'll say yeah, yeah you, you're right it's like it's like a pretty as a season finale it works way better than as a mm-hmm. yeah yeah it definitely does um i was just gonna say it's probably my least favorite avengers film that's <laughs> Well, I need to rewatch think... Ultron. It's been I, like I haven't seen it since in the theater, but I remember really liking it more at the time than this one. But interesting, I, I I did as well. I still enjoy parts of that movie, but I don't think it works yeah. quite as well as it did at the time. I think the first movie has a lot of rewatch ability that the other Avengers movies haven't had, and I think it's because how do you top? that first time of everybody coming yeah. together um i think it's really hard yeah. <laughs> to do that in no, an interesting yeah. way and yeah, uh, and, I, and i think that that's that's why for me i would say that i would put ultron at the bottom because i do think that this movie comes about as close as you can get to recapturing it yeah. um and it's because there are moments in that first movie that are just amazing you know like i love when cap just shows up out of nowhere in germany and like he just appears like he, he just comes out of nothingness and i like that they kind of recapture that in this movie with his appearance in the subway tunnel which is just great um so yeah like moments like that are what i what i think separated from something like ultron which has great moments but it doesn't again it doesn't capture that feeling of like oh i'm watching something special it's almost too benign all these people being together um i think the the thing i really the thing i like in ultron is like it made hawkeye kind of a moral center and the yep. and infinity war just doesn't have that like kind of moral rooting for center that you want to have it's too mm-hmm. it's too dispersed and the only main character you get is the protagonist of the story is Thanos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree yes. with that totally. Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have a central good guy really or yeah. Yeah. Um but again, like I I really like the idea of Thanos as the protagonist even if it doesn't work. Yeah. Um altogether. Uh yeah. Anyways, I think that's good. <laughs> that's good enough for this. I think we show. needed to have that Avengers talk once and I think we'll go faster for the next movies Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so wait do we want to move on (laughs) i'm I'm sorry i'm a little bit no no let's move on i just want to go yeah yeah okay um so the next one this is a movie that's faded for me a little bit because i just don't remember anything about it uh deadpool 2 um did you what, what were your feelings about this, I guess? I liked it a lot more than the first one. I agree with that, actually. I, yeah. think, I think it... Like, the first one works because 
it has like a bunch of like very dumb jokes and very funny moments and that's holds it together i think the second one is just like a fun team up action comedy uh again with maybe too many bad jokes to the ratio to the good ones or like the good ones really land and the characters really land yes yeah i think it i think that's all that's all true (laughs) that's all very true and i know that a problem for you with the first one was you're not like a you're not huge on comedy. We've we've discussed this before, uh, so that's probably that's part of why that first one yeah. didn't really hit for you. Um, like, and I think that this one fixes yeah. that a little bit. I uh, think for me, both of those are like movies I watched once in a theaters. Maybe we'll watch in like five years or three years at the like just to watch something fun, and that's about it for me. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I think that they're they're fun movies, um, but f- I, what I've found is that in both of them, I went in with very low expectations. Yeah. So what was there was shocking to me and surprising to me in both situations. I didn't think Deadpool and the relationship between uh, Ryan Reynolds and Marina Baccarat would be as um, interesting as it was in that first movie. Um, I didn't think it would be yeah. handled as well as it is. And I w- didn't think that they would be able to do as good of a job in the second one yeah. um, in continuing that relationship. And I think that, in an interesting uh, way. like, having the kid from Hunt of the Weather People and Juggernaut team up together is, like, the best mm-hmm. idea possible. And I think uh, the action in the second one is really good. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a David Lynch film, and it shows, yeah. like, he... he it's it's shot better than most like superhero films yeah acting wise like it looks real it doesn't look like i didn't talk about it maybe during avengers but avengers has fun action scenes that look kind of like trash yeah and they all it's like it's 90 percent cgi so you don't yeah you, you don't have any weight and in this movie like when deadpool and uh josh brolin again are fighting it it feels weighty yeah and every action scene feels different in deadpool 2 like the chase scene and the end fight at that orphanage are completely different sequences and they feel distinct from one another um and even the beginning with deadpool like hunting down that guy who just killed vanessa um like every action scene feels different and it feels like a unique sequence and like there was some thought put into how these sequences were made which is what leech is really good at he's really good at like plotting out a sequence and knowing where that sequence is going from beginning to end and making that sequence like a mini film on its own um that still ties into the larger narrative and that after credit scene really rules (laughs) it's really him shooting Ryan Reynolds so good um, yeah that's yeah. they do some really fun stuff and again Brolin I think he killed it in both of those movies um, and he's the reason that those two movies were like huge hits when they both came out yeah and I, I think I, yeah I think with the nail with the pool is like both are, are better than expected. Like even if the first one was better than you thought it'd be, even the the second one is still better than you thought it'd be. Yep. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was fun that they kind of reused uh, plot lines from Looper also for Deadpool 2, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah. And it felt purposeful also. It felt like... Because uh, I would have been surprised... Or I would not have been surprised if Bruce Willis was in the cast list at some point. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think that that's about as much as we need yeah. for Deadpool. Um, now, let's talk about a movie that I know that we we don't quite agree on but yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to talk about uh solo uh, star wars story um you really liked this one right am i, uh, or am I no no I, like i liked it i didn't like my reaction was like oh, yeah that was a fun time and i watched another one of those movies but it's it wasn't like when i when i saw the last jedi it was like trembling in my seat almost how mm-hmm. great of the experience that was like when this movie started i was very apprehensive and i, I had like no real expectations because of the director right. thing and and all that and the trailers being kind of fun but okay and i think i had like it's <laughs> i think it's a really fun action adventure film i think uh the cast of characters managed to convince me that i want to see them in another movie like right. the movie made me like uh, that guy as Han Solo and uh, Emilia Clarke and Donald Glover yep. as those characters. I think it they did has a good job like, at that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they all have a lot of like uh, charm and a good screen presence, and I think they they give life to those characters. Like I don't. In my head, they're different Han Solos still, but like I like yeah. both Han Solos now. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of those points. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think I've talked about this other places. Like, as a movie, I don't know how much I really enjoyed it. It felt like I was kind of going through the motions. Yeah. Um, it certainly wasn't bad. Like. It's a, it's fun. It's it's fun enough, I guess, to be to meet the you know the baseline of what it should be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was ultimately it wasn't memorable. Like I can only name a few scenes that really stood out to me. Paul Bettany's chewing the scenery, which I yeah. rather enjoyed quite a bit. Um, yeah, um, but no, I, I agree with you on Alden. Like he, I think he nails it as that version of Han Solo. Um, I don't necessarily think he does a good job of connecting those two versions yeah. of Solo in my head. No, you're definitely right with that. But I, I think, I think the biggest weakness of this movie is that it had to be everything about Han Solo, and mm-hmm. it felt it always felt too much. Like every time they yeah. do it, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. All the in references, yeah. uh, they don't work. In the same way that uh, Ghostbusters 2016 doesn't work like, on that front. Like, if they had done only the die and nothing else, mm-hmm. I think that would have worked way better. Like, if he was already called Han Solo, you don't have to make him Han Solo. Like, give him his name, literally. You don't have to make him shoot first. Right. You don't need all those things. Like... Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, castle. some of it's unnecessary. Like, only, remove only like 
Calling Han Solo and uh, Castle Run, and you have something way more fun. I think also think that I I like how that movie looks. It's yeah. shot by uh, Bradford Young, I think that shot yeah. uh, also Arrival. I like how he shoots like grayish stuff, but gives it a lot of like vibrancy. Yeah, yeah, he shoots. He's every every frame of that movie is really gorgeous, um, and yeah it's a it's a very well shot movie um it it's not it feels like a million bucks um i i will definitely say that um yeah (laughs) like that was cool yeah that was cool that was something that was like all right that's interesting i guess uh yeah i know some people really really hated it and i don't know I don't know why. I don't think it's... There's nothing to hate, except that it's like, it feels so unnecessary. It's like a movie that has nothing to say about anything. Right. It's just mm-hmm. It just exists. And it's a fun time in the Star Wars universe, so I, like, I'm down, but it's still like... Like, Rogue One is way more interesting as a film. Yeah. 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 And... <laughs> and... Like it's not even comparable to to like the Last Jedi, which is like one of the best blockbusters of the last few years, whereas that's like one of the most forgettable ones. Yep, all 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 of that is true. All of that is accurate. And here's the thing: if it did try to say anything, <laughs> like it would be interesting. Um, like because I think some of the most interesting parts have to do with Phoebe Waller Bridge, even though I don't think it. Yes, I don't think it quite yes. plays all it, that well because it um, it stole us comedy, whereas it should have been like a bit more serious. I think it's the mm-hmm. the having the robot slaves uh, revolution is like right. the best part of the film. Mm-hmm. And it would be like it'd be a great answer to the question that people have had since the first movie. I'm sure of like. Wait, are these robots slaves, or, or is that what we're doing here? Are these just, and is this a world where robots are just subservient? Um, and yeah, they they answered that question yeah. pretty thoroughly. Um, so yeah, yeah. I wish the movie would have just lingered more on that moment. I think that's mm-hmm. that's a, a moment that's that could have been something very strong and the most interesting part of its film, but it had to be about Han Solo right and I mean like even so the the, the storyline between him and Woody Harrelson which is an interesting idea of like what what is the life of a criminal or an outlaw and how does that work and how does having a friendship or you know a professional relationship with another outlaw work um, and how does that not end in you screwing over another outlaw um like that's an interesting idea and something worth exploring and they don't really do it they tiptoe around that idea and they try to make it like it's a big deal but it only it's like they set it up in the campfire scene and then they maybe pay it off in the scene with dryden dryden yeah dryden um but it doesn't it doesn't come to any point um if you ask me yeah. <laughs> it, like it just flops like a dead fish um so yeah i don't know uh, 
and I don't have anything else to say. Like I, I liked it. I, I kind of want to rewatch it and try to see more of the like the Star Wars de- details. Mm-hmm. But like that's about it. It's not. It's it's a star another Star Wars movie, and I wish they made more them. Like there's so many good stories they could tell in that universe, and they choose the most boring one, and no one wanted to see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they cast uh, Donald Glover as <laughs> as a uh, Lando, and we all want to see that movie. Yeah. Um. That's like yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, I I don't think I'll watch it again. Like, uh, when it goes on Netflix, I'll scroll by and I'll be like, hmm, I should watch Rogue One again. <laughs> um, and uh, when eventually the Disney streaming service comes out, I'll scroll by it and be like, huh, I think I like Star Wars. Maybe I don't. <laughs> I'll consider that question. Um, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, uh, do we want to go to? how to talk to girls at parties um i think that's the next yeah, one sure that's the next one that came out in america at least um, yeah uh i really like this movie it's i think it's a hell of a mm-hmm. fun time it's very think, fun and like i think everyone involved is having the best of times mm-hmm. like even yeah. like even the the guy that gets uncomfortable sexually in the movie is like that character, that actor is still having fun playing that. Like you can feel the the actor enjoying his time, and I think that's the, what the great the greatest part of that movie is. Like, it's like you can see the fun they had making it, and I think it's mm-hmm. everything it talks about, like punk and aliens and what, <laughs> like choice is all through like that. 70s 60s i'm not sure of the time period yeah. but it's it's also well done mm-hmm. yeah it's fun i would i would say this is a perfect pairing with uh, the movie sing street yes um, yes very similar thematically um so yeah if you want a double feature night of england and or ireland or whatever um but yeah and it's on a lot a lot of the same themes and ideas um and it's very well done in parts it's very uh there are parts that are actually surprisingly emotional like the very very end um which struck me by surprise because i I thought it was kind of just like a fun movie that's you know has some interesting ideas but it wasn't gonna like hit me (laughs) like very hard um in but yeah it's it's interesting i think i'm starting to like elle fanning more and more in everything i see Mm -hmm. her and she's really good in this yeah yeah i think she should be in more things but (laughs) i like that she does a lot of weird indie stuff at the same time so yeah yeah she's it's very fun film if you want to see uh someone vomit and not get grossed out by it watch this film (laughs) because it's the first film to do that um normally it's very hard for me also this movie is like very weirdly shot there's like slow-mo kind of effects and stuff like that and uh, when I watched it for the first time, I tried to watch it. I watched like the first thirty minutes. I was uh, a bit high, and <laughs> and I w- I didn't know if like, am I really high and the my vision is fucked up, or is this movie does this movie have a weird visual style? And when I got back to it, I got back to it sober, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> 
uh, uh, fun, fun times. Um, if I like, if, if I have a problem with this movie, it's like, I I thought the opening of like those like gems or whatever. I thought that that was another logo for a company. <laughs> I think that they should have put another scene before because I was like, this is a weird studio that I've never heard of, and they have a very very long introduction sequence. But whatever, I'll go with it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I really don't have much to say about this no, movie. Uh, other than, like, there's not much to say. Like, it's a fun, it's really fun time. <laughs> soundtrack is good. Oh, yeah, Nicole Kidman fucking rules in this movie. Oh, yeah. She's she's also, she's immortal, she's... In, if you didn't know. Yeah, um, if, you, if you didn't know it was Nicole Kidman, you'd have never guessed. But yeah. She's really, really great, and unlike any per- other performance I've seen of her. Yeah, she, she plays she... like the punk queen, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so good. It's, she's so perfect in that role. She's so, and like I, I love like the scene, the sequence with her and Elle Fanning, and her just like applying makeup. Like it's, I don't know. It's just really sweet and very well done. Yeah. Um, it made me even more excited for Destroyer, mm-hmm. which I hear is really good. Talk more about that around Oscar time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, I think the next one we have is Upgrade. Oh, this is a this is this is a fun film. Yeah. Also, as well for very different reasons. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Upgrade uh, is like a pretty interesting sci-fi story. Like nothing new, but like very well done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very well done kind of meat and potatoes like sci-fi action movie, um, but the everything from the practical effects to the action sequences, it's all just really expertly staged and crafted. Um, and that world looks so good visually, like so real, mm-hmm. uh, like the style, so much color, like way more than. Like, I'm so happy that movie doesn't look great because it gives it mm-hmm. a lot more uh, of a visual, an interesting visual aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very, it's just a very pretty movie to look at, and everything feels, everything feels, um, I guess every everything feels like it should exist. Like nothing feels out of place. Like the the characters who are super rich, uh, their lives and what their lives look like make sense, I guess, um, in what they're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like the whole set design is great, uh, and it all fits within the world. Yeah, uh, I like the twist on the twist. The, yeah. yeah, the first twist is like, oh yeah, the, the spoilers, I guess. That guy you you knew was the the guy that you, you thought for the whole time was the guy that set him up all along. Is the guy? Right. Oh no, he's not the guy. It's the AI controlling everything and everyone. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Um, I really hope that before he said the twist that you turned this off and went and watched it because uh, it's such a it it works so well and it's yeah. and and I was like, oh, this is like a black mirror episode but as a movie yeah. <laughs> uh because it has that same like at the end of like everything is horrible but at the same time it does still give you like a happy ending for the main character also yeah. um in an interesting way yeah in a way you wouldn't think of 
at all. Yeah, I like this movie a lot. I think it was a huge surprise this year. Yeah, it's it's a, like, it's a it, you you can't you don't believe that it's made on a four million dollar budget. No, it doesn't. It feels it feels big. It feels yeah. expansive. Yeah. Um, and it it did fourteen million. I guess I'm assuming that's just in America. Um, but if you haven't seen it, go go rent it. Watch it on home video. It's definitely a good rental yeah. night movie. Um, for anybody yeah. curious. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Not not much else to say about yeah, that one. Like, you know, the, you don't need to say like. To, there, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um, there's a lot. To, before we go to, I guess it would be Superfly. Is there any? Are there any others that I maybe haven't seen that you wanted to say anything about? Uh, uh, I think Ocean's Eight was before that. Yes. Yeah, I, I I liked. Oceans it a lot. I think that's a movie that's like, oh yeah, all these actresses are really really great, and they're just mm-hmm. playing together. And that movie has basically no real conflict. They just win, like, and it's great. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, um, it 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 did look interesting. I just never had the time. So, like, yeah, like it's not the best Oceans movie. That's a little right. lucky, of course. Yeah, yeah, as, as, we, all, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's up there, like as the style's really good and the characters are really good and the performances rule. And I think, like, everyone should... I, I think it's a movie that's just for everyone because it's just a fun heist film. <laughs> if you like good heists, watch this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I'm a... I'm all in on the Kate Blanchett train yes. after Ragnarok, so I'm gonna watch it as soon as I can. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see it when it comes out on home video or whatnot rental because I can't rent it yet for some reason. Okay, no, it's um, just released on Dubai. Yeah, darn Google and your <laughs> policy <laughs> keeping people from seeing the film. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure that there were any that you maybe hadn't seen that I maybe wanted to talk about. Um, no, I got nothing. Okay, so we can do Superfly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this is a very fun film, and I I recommended it to you. Um, but what did you feel, I guess, about it first uh, off? I I think I like the style a lot. I like that it's mm-hmm. like. You need to know that it's a remake, kind of a black exploitation film, to when you yeah. go into it, because um, it makes it a lot more enjoyable at parts, like the action scenes, the action scene at the beginning where he gives like that flying kick, yeah, in, in slow motion, and you're like, oh yeah, it's that kind of movie, and it never comes up again. It's just that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, a... yeah. I think it's, it's a good time. It's a, a director that hasn't made a film before. I think he it's yeah. director X. Yeah. And it's produced by Future the rapper and the soundtrack is really good and his music mm-hmm. is really good. I think it gives the movie a really good vibe. I like the main guy. I think he's very charismatic. Yeah. I think he he has that presence to lead and I like the I like the his two girlfriends. Yeah. 
they're also pretty good. I think, and I think it's just a bit too slow, too long. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, definitely but, uh, too slow. Yeah. But there are moments in it where it's like, where they destroy a Confederate statue. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> that was a really good moment to be in a. I was in an empty theater watching it, but which made me a little bit sad because it was. It's so fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, like little moments like that. Um, the girlfriends are really well handled, and I like that they. And I like the way that they make that relationship work. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't um, see like polyamory couples on screen mm -hmm. no that was very i was it was very ahead of its time and also it's it's polyamorous but it's also people of color yeah. um which is a big deal and it, it, <laughs> like it never feels exploitative it's like mm -hmm. oh yeah all three love each other and it's cool it's cool yeah and even though they might have different levels of affection for each other yeah. they don't make that seem like it's bad thing necessarily um yeah yeah it's, it's very interesting and it's a movie that i think if you haven't seen it in theaters but you do watch it on home video i think it's it's kind of a good not a, i wouldn't double feature it with upgrade but they're very similar films and like they're very fun and if you did see them in the theaters you probably had a good time and you're still gonna have a good time i would say if you watch them even now so yeah uh I don't have much else to say other than like uh I Michael like the, K. Williams is fun. I, I like the Snow Patrol a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I love I do love the cartooniness of moments of it. And I did watch an interview with the director where he's like, We're not going for reality. We're going <laughs> we're going for a little bit heightened, a little bit you yeah. know, like nineteen eighty nine Batman almost. Um and I think that they kinda captured that in a in a very interesting way. Who's the, who plays the boss of the Snow Patrol? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll come back to that. I think. Yeah. Because I I like him a lot. The whole cast is yeah. really strong. Um, like even the people playing the cartel, um, they're all interesting, and the way that they dispose of people is very dramatically interesting. Um, they like liquefy them or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's fun. Fun use of, I don't know, just like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that the mayor is a big boy, the rapper. <laughs> yeah. The, the outcast rapper. <laughs> oh, damn. One of the two guys from, uh, from Outcast, yeah. Damn, that's. I did not notice that. Also, I, I love the cops in this. <laughs> that's the other thing I should bring out. Bring up the cops are great. Jennifer Morrison is this like, yeah. uh, what doesn't she like snort a whole line of cocaine after she finds them, or whatever? Like no, she finds the coke. She smells it. She snorts it, and she's like, oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's like the classic drill, but she just like takes a whole bunch of it. It's, it's very fun. It's very, it's very, uh, yeah. Yeah, go go watch go watch that film yeah. if you want to have a good good time. Um, all right, uh, next uh, I think it's the it's the next weekend. Uh, Incredibles two, um, which didn't get a movie special for Phantom Zone because I don't know why. I don't run things there or anything. <laughs> so yeah, um, what were your thoughts on Incredibles two though? Because um, uh, we haven't really talked about it. I think I, I don't remember a lot of Incredibles 2. <laughs> That's fair. 
<laughs> I think I thought it was pretty good. I, I like that it's not as much a story about like objectivism, objectivism, and American exception, exceptionalism. Yeah, Damn, like the first one. Is... <laughs> it's Brad Bird toning it down a lot and it making more a uh, thing about again about family. I like that it takes place directly after the first one. I thought it would be very uh, gimmicky. But I think yeah. it works. Yeah, I was I was always worried about that. <laughs> I was so like, keep it up with the times. Or like I don't know, maybe put Violet in college. Like move <laughs> things forward yeah. a little bit. Um, but no, like I do like that they sort of that they just decided to sort of stick with it and really sort of let the consequences of what would have happened in the last movie really hit. Um, because they could have not done that. They yeah. could have had it be, well, everything's fixed instantly. And everything's back to the way it was before. Um, but they don't. They they don't go for the easy option. Um, and I, I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the idea of Ellen having to sort of work to sort of help things. Having to make yeah. a change in the world. Um, yeah, I, I like that. And yeah. I like sort of how she's the one arguing... She's the one arguing for law and order as the way it was, and that she's the one who's doing the things to yeah. change things. Um, that was a really interesting yeah. choice, I thought. I just don't think it has anything like particularly interesting to talk about. There's no like yeah big thing that's there. Like the the villain is kind of buried by the book. Yeah, yeah. She kind of reminded me a little bit too much of Syndrome. Like, it, it felt like okay. the same thing over again. And Syndrome was far more interesting because he was. There's something evil and sort of uh, scene jewelry about. Uh, I can't remember the name of that actor, but Jason something uh, in that first movie. And she doesn't really have that. She's just kind of. She's too reasonable, I guess, yeah. <laughs> in, her, in her reasons for being angry. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I do like that they sort of that her and Ellen agree on a lot of things. That was sort of interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's another Pixar sequel that's little, that feels less like it's not even worse than the first one. I think. Yeah, it's just more of the first one, yeah, which it's... maybe was all they could do. Yeah, but I guess. Like I. I wish Pixar would do something new that would blow me away. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, I I agree. It's a. It was not a disappointment, but it wasn't like it wasn't what I had been waiting ten years for, <laughs> yes. or fourteen years for. Um, jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It it um, it, it does they like kind of. Uh, dampens any expectation I have with, for like future pick like for what, what's upcoming for Pixar like Toy Story four. Yeah, which, which is like, uh, that's a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I was talking shit about Pixar, but Coco last year was incredible. Like way yeah. way better than anything else I've done in the last like three four years. I, I think it just meant that like. Pixar is not the studio that always hits it out of the park. Yeah, that's 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 what it does. It's like they're not always gonna win, but sometimes they're gonna win hard. Yeah. Um, so that was that was interesting, I guess. Um, I think 
their their fresh ideas are way better than anything else like they need to bring in new people yeah. to have new ideas instead of making the same people make the same sequel mm-hmm. well i think we're gonna see a lot of that with uh things that have happened <laughs> uh that's uh ugh. okay um okay there's a big jump between this movie and our next one so is there anything in that gap that really i'm, I'm not i'm you? trusting you <laughs> you saw sorry okay. to bother you right that was like... i did pretty recently um i i was interested in it initially and i was gonna see it when it came out but i didn't get a chance um and it came back into theaters here surprisingly which almost never happens um and it's um it's an interesting film. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find a way to say... I'm trying not to spoil anything, because <laughs> nobody should know anything about that movie going into it. Um, okay, I haven't even seen a trailer. <laughs> okay, that's good, because... Mm, I almost think you should see the trailer. <laughs> um it's a movie that has a lot of interesting things to say. Um, and I think the way that it says them is very smart. Um, and it, um, yeah, but it never feels preachy, I guess. Um, in a, with a capital P, um, it never, it never feels like beating you over the head with any message. It's really like, it's just showing you the evidence for you to put together put everything together for yourself i guess um and you can come to your own conclusions at the end but there is an ultimate sort of idea and theme that it's going for um and the way that it sort of mashes genres together is very interesting um and very well done um but and it's also it's just something we've talked about on here before is that it's just very smart at setup and payoff um, and every payoff to the extremely obvious setup just works. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my best way of telling people about the movie without <laughs> saying exactly what happens. Um, so yeah, unless you have any, like, do you have any questions about the movie, I guess? No, I just really want to see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this day and then... My plan fucks up, and then I'm going to watch it this day. And then it was no, no longer playing, and it's playing again in like a smaller in the theater. So I just, I'm just gonna yeah. make time to watch it. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's worth it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds so much like my kind of movie, which is why I just really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. It's definitely an interesting movie. I will, and I think that a lot of people. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely see it. And it's Anna Perna, and their record is even more spotless than A24 somehow, um, at least with me. So, yeah, that says something about it. Um, I was surprised it wasn't an A24 <laughs> uh, pick. Uh, so, yeah, it, it feels very much part of that. Um, let's see. What, uh, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom came out. I'm not going to say anything more than... And that remember that, that happened uh huh did you watch it no just i just wanted to point that out never <laughs> never, never forget 
<laughs> make your friend find the part of friend that wanted to sit with her and I was never as happy as uh, of, like someone going to see a movie without me god damn it and she's rewatched right. it since it came out like on the internet so that's all I have to say about it I haven't seen a minute of it I'm really happy yeah I'm, I'm happy as well um cause <sighs> okay um i think the next one we have is uh the other marvel movie that i can't believe already came out because <laughs> it, it's been a weird summer um ant-man and the wasp um yeah that was a film that came out um, I, actually, I can't remember a single thing that happened so. oh i do i really saw it last week it took me two months to finally saw it <laughs> it was like I wasn't going to watch like a MCU movie at home for the first time. That was my argument with myself. And uh, it's all right. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. All the leads in that movie aren't good. Like, everyone, Paul Rudd is fun, but mm-hmm. like, Evangeline Lily is so boring. And her parents wow. are also pretty boring. That's a hot like, take, but I don't disagree. Like, like <clears throat> she has no on-screen charisma. Mm-hmm. Like, Paul Rudd kind of works by himself, and I think his his <clears throat> friends are actually the best character in the, the best characters in that film. <laughs> like, Michael, Michael Pena still rules when he starts talking and describing yeah. random stuff. It's the best, but also those the other two guys, like that dude from Dark Knight, the Dark Knight. Yeah, they uh, small chin. He's talking about the Baba Yaga is like the funniest <laughs> part of the movie. It's really good. Like, like their their story as like the the small security team is like the most fun part of the movie. Works mm-hmm. way better for me than uh, trying to rescue the mother. And I also really like the villain. I think I like mm-hmm. that the story is about very much her trying to survive and nothing else. Like, there's no stakes other than, oh, yeah, I want to find my mother, and, oh, I just, I'm dying. I'm basically yeah. dying, and the only thing that cure me that can cure me is her. Yeah. And the ending was so predictable, but still kind of fine. And I don't know, it's just another Marvel film that has, like, it's very good comedic moment, but I think Evangeline Lily does nothing for me. In, in any movie, I think I've seen her, and she's, she's not that great of an actress. I I wish, I wish we yeah. get like uh, uh, Ant-Man and Ghost instead. <laughs> hot hot takes, hot just coming right out of the oven with those hot takes. Um, <laughs> uh, no, here's the thing. I don't, I don't disagree, and I've always thought that it was just I don't have I don't have the context for Evangeline Lilly that a lot of other people do, and then that's right. You didn't. You're not a lost. No. person either so like neither of us have i feel like the context for the thing that is the reason that she is a thing <laughs> like neither of us have that so i can't really judge her other than like ant-man and the hobbit films <laughs> <laughs> the hobbit films and it's like ugh. so yeah no I, I see what you mean and i think that I don't know. I had problems with Ant-Man and the Wasp that are only occurring to me now because the more you talk about it, the more I remember it. I think that the 
well, we're mad at you for taking the suit without asking us. That only played for so long with me before I was like, okay, come on, guys. Come on. We know that you're going to forgive him at the end. We know that you're all going to get along. Um, This is just really not interesting. You guys being like, we're angry about the suit. Like, it's just, eh, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about you and your being angry about it. Um, I think yeah. even Hank Pym I don't really like. I, here's the thing. I like him only because of his performance. Yeah. I think that that performance, and again, this is where the you're not really super being into comedy. I think that's where yeah. the difference comes in. No, I, I think they have their funny moments. I don't think it, it, they just don't make me care yeah. about them. Yeah. I'm, like, I think the moment where they find the mother works, but that's just like mm-hmm. the moviness of it. I, I do like the opening sequence with Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, the de-aged moment. Yeah. Um, I think that works really well emotionally, and the way that they tie that back in throughout the rest of the movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a. The movie didn't have substance, and it's the filleriest movie that they've done since Iron Man Two. Yeah. Um, and. That's saying a lot because I don't even consider the first Ant Man to be that fillery. Um, so, so, so it's, it, it, did they just like introduce the quantum realm because they're gonna use it to go to the past or something? Yes, that's what they did. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> that's, that, that's that, the whole point of this movie is to introduce a thing no one cares about. Well, we're gonna care about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I know. It's, still, it's, it's like it's hard to care. You know, mm-hmm. watching this movie, I think it it tries very hard to make me care about small relationships, and it it works, yeah. and I'm still bored. Yeah, you I'm know, still I not invested like... in the story. Like I like him and his daughter; I think they're great right. together. And even that made me like, oh yeah, he's gonna go to jail again. Who cares? I don't care? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Like, like... everything's gonna work out. You know it. And they, I think <laughs> there's no yeah. stakes. I think that, that that's that's another problem. Is the first one does have a lot of there's some stakes in there, and it's like, will he be able to do right by his daughter? That was an interesting idea. Um, I think once that was lost, the second one does kind of flounder a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I, it was, the know. thing is, like the movie, it's hard to explain. Because I think the movie has very personal stakes and they're believable. And I think yeah. the Lawrence Fishburne's relationship with uh, Ghost yeah. is pretty good. And I think them wanting their mother is pretty good. And I don't think the movie just... The movie has nothing to... Mm-hmm. It's, I don't understand why I don't like this movie. Because it, 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 does, <laughs> it does those relationships fine. Other than in, Vag- in Vagelin... Evangeline Lily. Yeah. Yeah. And Walton. I like. Did you like Walton Goggins in this? Yeah, I mean, he did a good job, yeah. I thought, with what he was given. Like, he's, Walton Goggins. He's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, he's cool, but he's, like, kind of unnecessary. Like, yeah. I yeah. like I like the the FBI guy that he's. <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> like, he has good, good comedic moments. But do you want to go out to lunch? No, yeah. I don't want to go out to lunch. <laughs> this, yeah. I don't know. Like I think yeah. that movie has absolutely no style. 
Like it's yeah. just it just feels like an MCU movie that does MCU things. And that first one had like small <clears throat> moments that were very out of place that are somewhere remnants I think of uh, Edgar Wright and somewhere like the 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 train stuff. Yeah. And the Pez thing is not remotely as interesting as the as fun as the 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 train moment from the first one. I think the yeah. first one had like momentum and had like mm-hmm. the opportunity to like surprise us. And I think this this is like the opposite of Deadpool too. Again, these these are just coming straight out of that oven. Uh, straight, straight. <laughs> um, no, isn't thing. I don't. I don't disagree, but I come at. I guess I have the same opinion that I have of all Marvel movies. Is like, I don't think any of them are bad. I just think <laughs> some of them are just not as good as the best of them. Um, yeah. They're just kind of. I forget a lot of them though. That's that is a problem. Like, I don't think I'll be rewatching this one at all. No, um, never. <laughs> like. And and this is a something that you know, like a YouTube critic that I've been recently getting into. Uh, something he points out is like I like Ant Man more in Civil War than in either of his solo movies. Um, which, yeah, like I'm more excited to see him in Infinity War Part Two than I was excited to see him in Ant Man and the Wasp. And knowing how he ends up in Infinity War Part Two was the most interesting part for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just think pairing him with someone more interesting than the was would work mm-hmm. better. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. <laughs> I think that's all we really need to say about okay. that one. Yeah. Um, let's see, a Is couple it... more. I'm just gonna list off a few more that I saw in between this and Fallout, which I think is the next one. Uh, and just if you want to ask me about any of these, uh. Go ahead. Uh, I saw Skyscraper. I saw 8th Grade. Equalizer 2. Um... Okay, in grade I really want to see. That's all I say about it. I don't think there's... Like, did you like it? Is it as great as people say? It's it's very good. But it's not like... I, I, and that's the thing. I went in with some pretty high expectations yeah. because of what everybody was saying. Um, but definitely don't, like skip it or anything like certainly go watch it uh the actress the young actress elsie fisher she's very good in it and watch it just to see like hopefully this girl's gonna be around for a while like we're gonna be hearing her name a lot in the next 10 years if things go the way that i think that they should (laughs) um so yeah like that's the bit and bo burnham i think he's gonna do a lot of stuff He's going to be one of those guys that he's just known for all kinds of different artistic yeah. ventures as a result of this movie. Um, yeah, but it's definitely interesting to see the start of something bigger from this movie, potentially. And uh, Equalizer, how was... Like, I haven't even seen the first one, but I, I know you <laughs> wanted to see it, so you were kind um, of excited for it. Yeah, I was, because I really, really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. <laughs> for reasons that are just, I don't even understand. But uh, Equalizer 2, if you're someone who did see the first one and you liked it, you will like this movie. Yeah. I, I think that's the best I can say about it. It's like, it's... How's yeah. the tone of those films? Like, is it serious? Is it um, like, is it like serious grim action film? Or is it like 
a fun thing I can watch like on a Saturday afternoon. It's kind of a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> like it's there are moments where it's like that's obviously meant to be goofy and ridiculous. Like there are moments where you can feel that they're just having fun. Um, yeah. because he does things that are superhuman for a man as old as he is. <laughs> um, but there are also moments where it's like, there's some real heft to this. Denzel Washington does something that I, I, I've said before, which is he doesn't phone in performances. Like he just doesn't do that. He gives a hundred percent to every role. Um, <laughs> and at a, as does a lot of the supporting cast, um, so yeah, like there's there's interesting stuff in the first two. They're good. They are good. Like it's a Sunday and I have nothing else to do. Movies. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Skyscraper. Scraper. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's everything you think it is, and it's incredibly good at it. So go ahead, watch it if you haven't seen it already. Um, Friday night drunk movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> watching that one like 10 minutes in I was like I really wish my theater had a bar (laughs) (laughs) and then I had Ubered here because I would be having so much more fun but it's still a fun movie even if you're sober Uh, so yeah um, is the next one uh, Mission Impossible yes yes I don't think we need to talk much about it we have a review on this very podcast feed I'll just see that. say it's like the one of the best action movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and go watch it. Yeah, still probably my favorite action movie of the year. I would have to say. Um, and if I had to declare like a a winner of the summer in terms of like big fun summer action movie, I think that this is the winner. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's all I have to really say about and it. With um, the rumors of uh, Christopher McQuarrie doing a Superman film and like Henry Cavill leaving, just make <laughs> Tom Cruise yeah. Superman <laughs> and make it like mostly practical of him flying in between buildings and stuff. <laughs> yes, I would be I would be very into that. Uh, just put him on stilts though when he has to stand yes. next yeah. to other people. Uh, I, I think, I think Tom, they're, they're getting very good at doing that with Tom Cruise. I don't think it's a problem. Or make him know. like Batman, or make him both. Make him both and make him fight himself. <laughs> That's what I want. I mean, if anybody's ever seen... What's the movie where there are two Tom Cruises fighting? Um, uh, it's the one that everybody confuses for... Day, or The movie with time travel the one everybody confuses for that one um i'm, I'm blanking on these movie names but yeah, there's a well, movie where two tom cruises like beat the hell out of each other is it really newish great. like is it well done yeah it's newish it's not a good movie but it's fun to see tom cruise beat the shit out of tom cruise um <laughs> because you really think that it's two tom cruises on screen um i cannot remember the name of this movie because uh, it's the same it, a lot of people think it's the same movie as uh, all you need is kill or whatever. Edge um, of Tomorrow. Yeah. Is, is it Oblivion? With huh? Oblivion. Is it Oblivion? Oh or... yes, that one that everybody confuses with Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That's the one. That, but I don't know if you know anything about the plot of that movie. No, but I don't know. Like, I, I like there the like plot hundred... in the trailer. Okay, there are a hundred Tom Cruises. 
Oh hell yeah! Well, I need to watch that <laughs> because spoilers for Oblivion, by the way. It takes place in the future where aliens have conquered the Earth, um, and they have created this sort of clone of Tom Cruise that they put in sectors to watch for like humans that are still surviving, um, and his job is to go and hunt down those humans that are still alive. Um, and point out to where the aliens are there, there, but he just thinks that they're like monsters. He thinks that he's the survivor of an alien invasion, but really he's a tool of the aliens. Um, so what happens is at one point is he finds out and they're like, let's flush this one down the toilet or whatever. Um, and then he finds another clone of himself and then they fight. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's really well done. Terrible film. Actually. <laughs> It, no, it's there's some weird bonkers stuff that goes on. Morgan Freeman is in it, and he yeah. he's he's Morgan I mean, Freeman meaning the soundtrack. And I think I'm gonna watch this movie. That's that's the thing. It's it's definitely a movie that you should watch just to say that you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway, I might have just sold people in oblivion because it's, yeah, it's you crazy. did. <laughs> you managed to. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. In between, let's. Uh, what do we have? What else do we have? Okay. In between that and Black Klansmen, I'll just list off some stuff that might be interesting. Let me know if you have any thoughts yeah. on any of it. Um, I did see Hot Summer Nights today. All I'll say about that is, um, it's interesting. It, it feels like somebody copying Scorsese, and uh, P.T. Anderson in some parts. So if you're into that, maybe watch it. But I don't know. I'm just into Timothy Chalamet, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's good in it, so that's yeah. that's a that's something, I guess. Um, and then, okay, yeah, you wanted to, okay, so the Meg, um, <laughs> <laughs> the Meg is. I want this Jason Statham in every Jason Statham movie that comes out from now on, <laughs> uh, because he he's so good in this movie. Um, like he's so th- there's a point where he like he becomes like a disgraced person or whatever and he was like a submarine like rescue person like that was his job like rescuing yeah. people who, who submarines crashed um because that's a job that you do more than once a month <laughs> <laughs> and so he's disgraced because he believes he believed that a submarine was going to blow up uh, and that he couldn't save the people from his crew that he had to leave on it. And he also claimed to have seen a giant monster down there, or evidence of a giant monster down there. Um, <laughs> um, so he ends up in Thailand, and the implication is that he's just a man who's just constantly drinking. Like, <laughs> like he's just never not drunk. <laughs> yes, like, he enters... He enters his apartment, people are waiting for him already, and he's holding a beer, and then he offers them all more beer. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, now, do you want to sit down and have a drink with me so that I don't have to drink all three of these? <laughs> or are you or are you going to go right now? Um, and it's, it's, and then, like, he gets onto the, anybody who knows what movie we're talking about they get into this like installation or whatever and when he gets there he's like I'm still hung over from all the beer I was drinking <laughs> so he does the movie half hung over um, but he's just I don't know it's a delightful performance that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> it's a very delightful film and it's 
it's so much fun. You will have a good time with this yeah, movie. Very and, I, and I wasn't into it. I'm uh, very, very into it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we want to talk about Black Klansmen? Or do we... I don't know. Do we... Uh, uh, I think the Blades, Blind Spotting came out before. I just wanted to uh, say, like, Black oh, yeah, Blind, yeah. Spot, Blind Spotting is just a really good, very personal story that takes place in like Oakland, California of a, mm-hmm. a guy that just uh, that's on the border of getting off uh, yeah. parole uh, no not parole, probation On the yeah. like he just got out of jail he got out of jail three years ago he spent his three years on probation and he he uh, witnesses another a black guy. He's a black, and he witnesses another black guy just being shot by a cop in the street, shot and killed. Yeah, and it's him living through the last three days of that probation, having this just seen that being shook, and it's a very like it's it's just it it shows so, it, it's a, a story very based in where it's set, like. Mm-hmm. Like we hear stories about Oakland just because we listen to a bunch of podcasts of people in yeah. the Bay Area, and it's it characterizes Portland in a really really great way, and it's just a very strong, powerful story with very emotional moments. I just liked it a lot. I recommend it to everyone. I think it's the best one of the best movies of the year. It's on my list of movies that I need to see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, um, we both saw Black Klansman, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, it's a very good film. I, uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's maybe, I'm trying to say this, whatever movie you think it is, it's probably not that. Like, it's, I feel like it's much more fun than a lot of people probably think it is. Um, it's, it's as fun as the trailer is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, it's like it has zero subtlety in what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a movie very much about uh, uh, po- like white supremacy in mm-hmm. today's America, not like the America when said today's America. There's no. It's specifically about Trump. It's specifically about the police, and it does some of those things really well, and it has zero subtlety about them and i think it does other things not as well but i don't think also it's my place to talk about spike lee's relationship to black policemen and police in general but still i don't know if you you kind of don't want to be the guy the police give two hundred thousand dollars to make people like them more like yeah. Like I watch this film and I'm like, like he's very critical of the police as an institution, and maybe being a black policeman doesn't work. That's my the moral I take of the movie. I think you, I think yeah. you, you can't fix the system from an institution that doesn't work. But also, the movie ends. Like the before the present day shots, because I think those are very good and very mm-hmm. poignant, and I think the message of them is very good. But the the scene where um, the main characters 
Gron's girlfriend, the black. Uh, yeah. I'm full, going full spoilers. <laughs> so, but I think uh, I just wanted to talk about it. I think yeah. the scene where she, uh, she, she, she's like, I can't. I still can't be with the policeman. I know you want to be in the police and you want to be good for us and be against racism. But I don't. She doesn't think it's possible. But the movie ends with the class them going together to fight white supremacy and i don't think that works in today's world i just think it's very dissociated and at first my my interpretation of the ending was like you should be on the girl's side not on his side not on the side of them together but then i read the news about like especially working in with, in, with the police in new york like being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to make the community like the police more. Literally, that's his job. And I think, I think relationship, like, I think, I think, yeah, I, I don't want to say more. I think I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I have a hard time talking about certain movies and this is one where it's like, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely recommend it. Just yeah, yeah, like removed yeah. from that is like very fun to watch. I think it has a lot of style. I think it's mm -hmm. great performances. I think like I love Adam Driver more and more in each movie he's in. Yep. I think uh, like it's so stylish and so slick <laughs> and so fun and just yeah. like it's really really well done. I like how they use birth of the nation in the same way birth of, like they make fun of white supremacists using the movie birth of their nation and their reaction to it the same way a birth of the nation is awful to black people yeah yeah like if you're someone who feels like you're missing out by not having seen birth of the nation you feel like i should just for historical reasons I think you can just get away with watching this. Yeah, exactly. Be fine. Yeah. Well, don't watch Birth of a Nation. I watched that movie and it fucking sucks. Don't watch any watch. film titled that because, I mean, yeah, we're not going to go into that. But yeah, yeah. I'm not going to watch any film with that title on it, personally. Um, but that's my uh, choice, not yours. Um, okay. Uh, and I... Yeah, that, that's what it is. Spike Lee is kind of a cop now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Eric, with those hot takes. I'm sorry. Cops. I'm just um, like I watched that movie like <laughs> two days ago, and as the years have gone by, like a lot of people, my relationship with what I think about the police has changed a lot, and I we know we don't need to get into it, but I think that's the right, right movie to get into it. Mm -hmm. Look forward to Eric's political podcast, which I will not be on because. <laughs> I don't do that. Um, <laughs> I won't do a political podcast. I just like, I think I we can't remove movies yeah. from the politics they're talking about. Absolutely. And I can't not be honest with my politics when I talk about movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, you've probably heard on this show. <laughs> yes. Yes. As, as people heard, I believe, on our last episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. It's a lot of stuff here that I've seen that you haven't, so I'm just going to go through them and just give, like, one-word things about them. Slenderman. Man. 
Go listen to that Phantom, the Phantom Zone episode I was on. I think it's like 29, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Just, just go listen to that. I'm just so angry still. Just so furious. Um, Mile 22, it's, it's fine. It's not. It's, again, whatever you think that movie is, it's probably not that movie. Um, and it's definitely worth your time. Maybe not in the theater, but a rental at home. You know, mm. pop, pop a bag of popcorn. Just have fun with it. Um, yeah. Uh, Happy Time Murders, that movie's not funny enough. Um, like, the artistry behind it is good, and there's a lot of just seeing puppets on screen for an hour and a half, that's nice. But the jokes need to hit harder. Like, they need to all be, like... 10s or 11s on a, on a 10 scale and they're all like fours and if they were all 10s people would be calling this like the next you know comedy classic um people would love this movie uh if if it were funnier so yeah that's that's my take on that film um let's see anything else i've seen um I did see The Nun, um, and that's the last one I'll talk about. Uh, it's not scary enough. <laughs> uh, it should be scarier, um, and it feels like half an hour was taken out. And if you're not somebody who's ever seen The Conjuring movies, what makes those movies work is the time that they spend on character and character development and really making you care about everybody on screen, everybody from the main characters to small supporting roles. Um, and The Nun does none of that. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental pun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's. I, uh... Yeah, I have two more. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. Have You've not seen that, right? Nope. Okay, Crazy Rich Asians is like a very, very good romantic comedy. I think it's the most feel good film I've seen in a while. Like, it just puts you in a good mood. Like, it's a. It's, it's it's like it's funny and charming and those characters are pretty great mm-hmm. and the performances are good and everyone is is really good looking and that movie just looks great in general <laughs> like a like a movie about billionaires like the most the most billionaires <laughs> and i think like thematically it's about like someone uh, dealing like dealing like uh, an, an Asian American woman dealing with uh, non-American Asians, like mm-hmm. and the, the difference of culture and being like trying to fit and trying to find a place. Right. And I think it's very good at that. And I think it's just a, a, a great romance. I think that the two main characters have a lot of chemistry. And I think if you just want to smile and cry a bit, it's 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 there for you. Huh. It's well, like okay, a, so... it's like a warm blanket of a movie. Huh. Okay, so I do have a couple of questions. Because yeah. as, as someone who I really like comedies, but romantic comedies are just never they're never it for me. They're just they're just not like because they're usually I, bad. Yeah, a lot of them are like really really bad. Like the last one that I saw that I would 
put in that category is Girl Strip, which was surprising, like yeah. how funny it was. But even then, that movie was hard, yeah. <laughs> hard to watch in some parts. Uh, so, like for me, as someone who's like the best one to come out in recent years is uh, the Amy Schumer one that I'm forgetting the name. Trainwreck. Um, Trainwreck. That's like that's the best as far as I'm concerned in the last couple of years. That's the gold standard. So, like, yeah, I guess. I yeah. didn't finish Trainwreck. I just I I think something came up and I just never went back to it. I just watched like that's first fair. Half. <laughs> but I, that's... I, I I think this one is worth your time. I think it 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 has a lot of style that are just mm. there. That that's just there to make it like visually interesting. And right. I think it has. It's not like super funny. It's not very like. It has its right. funny moments, but it's very much more of a, uh, like a, more of a, like it's it has that tone. But romantic comedies tend to be like boring, but this one is not. It's like never boring, just because you're so not used to the cultural context of what you're watching. Like mm. it's it's very interesting and authentic in a way. Uh, which makes it a lot more interesting to watch that than your average, like uh, Adam Sandler falling in love with a lady like twenty years younger than him. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, he's been doing for looks at my watch yeah. forty years. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you you actually sold me on it a little bit more because I was yeah. like, I don't watch romantic comedies as is. <laughs> why, why am I going to see this one? But that's that's. Those are all interesting points that make me more interested. Like, like it's a good one of those. Like, right, definitely good, definitely worth watching. Like, maybe don't know you don't have to see it in theaters, but if it's on Netflix and you want something that will, will just make you feel good, right? Like I said, and it that's it. Mm. All right, I'm I'm definitely more interested yeah. in it. The last um, one that's probably more, even more in your interest is uh summer of 84 it's from the, yeah. the trio of montreal directors uh like uh, um, i watched i watched the first movie just because there were local directors right. um that made turbo kid it's uh kind of that 80s vibe of mm-hmm. uh four kids uh, there's a, there's a serial killer in their like county, and the serial killer announced he was a serial killer by saying like those fifteen kids that disappeared here are all the de- details I killed them all, and uh, one of the, those four kids is sure that the neighbor on the other side of the street that's a cop is the is that killer? Oh. And that cop is played by Rich Rich Summer from Madman, which oh. I I knew from uh, Firewatch also. If you've heard of or played that the video game, heard of it? Yes. Where you you yeah. play as Rich Summer. Uh, huh. It's it's like it's a, a show featuring like young preteens with cheesy dialogue. But also, it's like it has moments of absolute tension, and the ed- ending is destroy <laughs> destroy you. <laughs> it's a fucked up movie. It's br- it's 
Oh, and I, I just don't want to spoil it. It's really just right. really good. I'm I'm curious. I, I think it's woman. I think the sound. I love the soundtrack. I right. brought Turbo Kid up on this show because of yeah. The Lematos did the soundtrack for that, and this soundtrack is as good as the first one. It's like the they're a, a, a band of music uh, of like electronic music producer that does a lot of synthy stuff, and okay. like this is their most synthy stuff, and it's it's always perfect. Like it's sometimes it's better than the scene you're watching. Right, it takes you out like, oh, how did they do a soundtrack so good for a scene that's like, oh yeah, the acting is not perfect in this scene, but the sound, the the, the music just rules. Okay, you're definitely selling on yeah. selling me on it because I was a lot of people who are um, they're bored of the '80s nostalgia. Yeah. Um, immediately went into that movie, kind of hating it, and it kind of made me like, I don't know if I want to see this. Yeah, no, it, it's it's very much more of the '80s stuff. I like I haven't watched all of Stranger Things. I just watched mm-hmm. random episodes when someone else was watching it. Right. And I've yeah. like, I've not dived in to that stuff. I think it kind of has better performances out of the kids, mm-hmm. but this has like way dumber dialogue that feels more like. Authentic. Yeah. I, I really liked it. I, I, I say, watch it. Watch it. Just uh, and and Richard Summers gives a really really good performance. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. Uh, just just on your recommendation alone. Um. Yeah. I think that's. Is that that's it? it for yeah. Summer? I think that's it for yeah. summer. Yeah. And, there's a couple of stuff we didn't watch. You watched First Reformed, I think you mentioned that. Yes, I did. Um, uh, yeah, that's. I don't like. I don't like. Uh, picking out my shots this early on, but uh, um, if I had to say, like, if I had to say this will be nominated for Best Picture or even win Best Picture. Um, I would say that that movie, at this moment in time, has a very, very high likelihood of doing yeah. so. So, yeah, probably my favorite movie of the year. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely highly recommend that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch that this weekend. And it's it's available to rent. I think. Yeah, it, it should be available to rent most places. Um, Ethan Hawke is, yeah, yeah. If you're someone who's like, I don't know if I like Ethan Hawke. Just watch the Before Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And watch um, this, I get now. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who's only seen him in The Purge 1, um, watch other Ethan Hawke movies, even though he's actually he's pretty good in that movie, but still. Um, yeah, anyways, I think that's... Uh, yeah, I think that's all I really have. Um, unless there was something... No, I think we're good. There's nothing else I, I've. Seen. Yeah, you didn't mention hereditary, but um, I think you talked a bunch about that. On yeah, I've talked about it, and it's like, it's not. It's a movie that everybody should see. Yeah. But it, it's not personally like a favorite of mine. Okay. Um, like, like for example, every October I like, do like a big post on my Tumblr page where I like every day is my favorite horror movie um it doesn't crack my top 40 that i set up for this october so 
Yeah, that's uh, that's saying mm-hmm. something. Um, but it's it's a movie that everybody I think should give a shot if you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, I think this is the show. Um, plugs for uh, you. Uh, yeah, I'll say follow me on Twitter at uh, Isir. Uh, and that that's all I have. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you already listened to Phantom Zone. If you listen to this, come on, let's not get ourselves. Um, so uh, get ready for Monster Mash launching October thirty first. Episode zero might be coming out earlier than that. Undecided at the moment. Um, basically, it's when we have a logo done. <laughs> Um, so yeah, go look forward to that. Subscribe when the RSS link comes out. Um, and if you don't listen to Zone somehow, go listen to that as well. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, Bye. Bye.